BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi there, you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 272, the complete guide to seasonal ceremonies. I haven't talked about opening and closing ceremonies or what I now have shortened and broadened to seasonal ceremonies in a while. And even though a lot of you are familiar with them, we haven't done a full on episode about them before, if you can believe it. Plus, I love this idea of a new name that will broaden our definition a little. So let's jump into the complete guide to seasonal ceremonies. We're gonna talk about what they are, why we love them, when to use them, and how to come up with what you'll do. Now let's start with what they are. A seasonal ceremony is something that marks a significant moment of transition, likely a beginning or an end. Think about the Olympics. There is an opening ceremony to mark the beginning of the games, right? It's on purpose, it's meaningful, and it's something we all look forward to. The closing ceremony for the Olympics, it looks back, it marks the end, and it gives us a sense of joy in this thing that we have spent time loving. You can do the same thing in your own life. So a seasonal ceremony is simply an intentional marker at the start or end of a season. And chances are, it's something you'll want to repeat. That is a significant difference in seasonal ceremonies versus celebrations. You can mark the moment of getting that job or making it through that season of a hard medical diagnosis or of selling your house, but those things aren't likely to be repeated anytime soon. You mark them, but you mark them a little differently. Seasonal ceremonies are likely to be repeated. It's something you do again and again each year that kind of tells you, you know, we are at the beginning or we have come to the end. So that's what they are. Now here's why we love them. Gustav Mahler, a 19th century composer, he said, tradition is not the worship of ashes, but the preservation of fire. Tradition is not the worship of ashes, but the preservation of fire. Seasonal ceremonies could easily become a tradition for you. And traditions are beautiful things. We want to remember and preserve moments and seasons year after year. It's preserving something that matters. It's why we watch movies like Dan in Real Life, which is such a great movie. Holy moly. That family, it gets together in the same house. They do that uh, crossword puzzle race. They make certain foods. They have a family talent show. We are drawn to that kind of thing. When we see other people experiencing a tradition, something cracks open in us. We are so hungry for that feeling, for those grooves, right, that grow deeper and deeper in our lives, that are repeated, that we can go back to. Seasonal ceremonies can be a potential groove. They can be a tradition for you and your people. So that is for sure a reason to love them. And not only that, 
aside from, you know, that bigger picture, seasonal ceremonies are where we pay attention to exactly where we are. When we sit in that groove and look around, we're able to be present and grateful and connected. We usher in the holiday season. We say goodbye to another summer. We mark the start of a new sports season. We open or close any season we are in because lazy geniuses live in the season. And we can slowly build those muscles of paying attention on purpose in a traditional seasonal way. Now, when should you use one? When should you try a seasonal ceremony? My first question would actually be, what do you already do? The chances are pretty good that you already have some kind of seasonal ceremony in your life. You might eat the same dinner on the last day of school. Maybe you have a birthday tradition you do for yourself every year. Maybe it's not really Christmas time until the weekend when you get together with your siblings or your friends and you bake your family's cookie recipe. What do you already do? That's an excellent place to start with what you're already doing. Because so often we think we're starting from scratch, right? We hear an idea we resonate with and we don't look around long enough to see that we're already doing the thing. We just haven't named it or identified it as something that fits within this category of an idea we wanna do. And if we don't identify what we're already doing, we think we're behind when we're actually not. So be sure you name what seasonal ceremonies you already do. That's a really fun, encouraging exercise. Now, if you are starting from a new place, from seasonal scratch, if you will, what's the next season you'd like to mark when it opens or when it closes? We're coming up on the end of a calendar season now, summer for folks in the Western Hemisphere, which most of you are in. Would you like to have a seasonal ceremony to mark the end of summer? Does that matter to you? Because it doesn't have to. That is a huge, dare I say, singularly important part of deciding. Does it matter? Does marking the season matter? You don't have to mark everything. Only mark what matters. So when you're trying to decide where you should have a seasonal ceremony, look at what you're already doing and then on what you'd like to do based on what matters to you, especially as you see whatever your next seasonal transition is. For example, the end of summer. So you could decide right now if you wanted to close summer, begin school, begin the fall, close summer book club season or summer reading season, whatever you want to do. Just choose what matters to you. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try 
out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Chomps. With three kids running every which way, life at the Adachi house is very full. Someone is always on the go, whether it's to band practice or to a work meeting or down the street to grandma's house. And I love having Chomps in the pantry for a high protein snack that's perfect for life on the go. Chomps are made with natural ingredients, come in nine delicious bold flavors and have up to 12 grams of protein per stick. You can even order them online and have them delivered straight to your door. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash genius. Go to chomps.com slash genius to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash genius. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. Next and possibly the most fun, but potentially the most overwhelming, how do you decide what happens during your seasonal ceremony? What do you actually do? The temptation uh, is to do everything, right? (laughs) It's to do everything. It's like make it big, make it special, include every idea, figure out every possible thing and do them all. Our imaginations have a lot more stamina and resources than our actual lives do. So we're going to start small instead. You have named the season you want to mark. How do you want to feel when you mark it? What word would you like to describe 
the feeling or the result of that seasonal ceremony? Do you want it to be reflective, fun, active, thoughtful? What's the adjective you would choose? Then you can ask yourself what one activity or choice best embodies that feeling. If five of you listening wanted to experience fun in your seasonal ceremony, all five of you would probably have different definitions of what fun is, right? So rather than start with what you would do in your seasonal ceremony, I want you to start with what you want to experience. What do you want to feel? Because what you do will come out of that, not the other way around. Another way you could put some words to your seasonal ceremony is to look at one that already exists and see if you can extrapolate what makes that ceremony matter. And for the record, when I say ceremony, I'm not talking about formality or uh, medals (laughs) or a presentation. I mean, it can be, but really it's just a word that encompasses any intentional choice. That's it. It can be incredibly, incredibly small. So look at another intentional choice in a different seasonal ceremony. Why does that work? Why does it work for you? One of our family seasonal ceremonies and my personal favorite of the year is our welcoming of the Christmas season of the month of December, really. The first weekend in December in my city is when all the fun Christmas things happen. There's a downtown festival on Friday night. There is a holiday parade on Saturday morning. Then after that, we come home and we decorate our Christmas tree that afternoon. And then there is a park that is filled with luminaries that Saturday night. So we just do those things. And it is the best. It's the beginning of our Christmas season and we love it. Now, part of the reason we love it is because of how long it is. It's like a whole weekend. So it feels like one giant party, which is kind of what December, I want December to feel like, not one giant like stress train. But one of the reasons I personally love it is because of how much it's rooted in my city. I was born in Greensboro and other than three semesters at a college one town over, I have never left. I just adore the city. It is in my blood and I cannot imagine that we would ever move. And my husband is the same way. He was not born here. He was born in Japan, but he moved here when he was two. So this is home. This is home. I have roots here. He has roots here. We have so many memories. And I value the identity of my city, of what it wants to be. So there's something really special to me personally about having a seasonal ceremony that is rooted in this city. There are other seasonal ceremonies that we do that are not, you know, they are not rooted in the city. But because the holidays to me, they are about my faith for sure, but they're also about connection and family and roots. So having my holiday seasonal ceremony connected to my home and my city on a larger scale, it really matters to me. That has a lot of meaning. So look at what you're already doing. Why does it matter? Why do you love it? What component makes you or your people so happy and cared for or whatever the adjective might be? Seeing what's already working somewhere else is probably going to be a helpful exercise to you. But if you are starting from zero and you really don't know what to do, I have three thoughts for you and all three of them are lazy genius principles. Number one, start small. Please do not build this ceremony 
to be like the opening ceremonies at those Summer Olympics in Japan. It does not need to be detailed and massive. It doesn't. Start with one thing. And then you can do that thing plus another thing next year if you do it again. Okay? Please start small. Two, be kind to yourself in how you speak about creating this seasonal ceremony. I hear a lot of you say things like, I never have any good ideas, or I'm just not creative, or anything I think of sounds ridiculous. I disagree, big time. I don't know you, but I disagree. You are likely bumping up against some sort of expectation of how you think something should look, and it's making who you are and what you are in fact good at pale in comparison. So please be kind to yourself. Tell yourself the truth You can think for a few minutes about what you could do to mark the end of the summer and you can come up with an idea. We just make it so complicated and we don't give ourselves a chance to come up with one simple idea. Like you could mark the end of the summer by going to your favorite ice cream shop and everybody gets double cones and you sit outside and you eat your ice cream and everybody shares like their favorite thing from the past summer. Done. And here's what's wild. If you imagine that, like, isn't that a lovely picture? You're sitting outside with ice cream and your family or your friends, and you're just talking and sharing. But somehow we think we have to have like seven certifications and entertaining and creativity to come up with an idea like that. You don't. You don't. Just think about it for a minute. You're going to come up with something that sounds fun or reflective or whatever else you might want it to be. So please, please, please be kind to yourself. And three live in the season. Remember, as you're planning your seasonal ceremony, that not every component will work as you go through different seasons of life. And that's okay. So hold the details loosely, because a lot of them might not make as much sense or feel as necessary down the road. So live in the season of living within the framework, but changing the details and the expectations depending on where you are in life. So start small, be kind to yourself and live in the season as you exist in this like thinking, building, creative space. So many of your own details, they will be specific to you because of who you are and what you're choosing to mark. But we are also often very inspired by other people's ideas. So this week on Instagram at The Lazy Genius, I will share a post where all of you can share your favorite seasonal ceremonies to get some ideas flowing. So to recap, a seasonal ceremony is simply an intentional marker of something that you're opening or and welcoming or closing and saying goodbye to. And they're usually easily repeated the next season. They are a lovely thing to pursue slowly and kindly because of how much we long for tradition and those connective grooves in our lives and in our relationships. They likely matter to you in some way. So use one when you'd like to mark a season and pay attention to places that this is already happening. It's very simple and personal, this idea, but it's incredibly powerful. So look at your own life, where it exists, and see if there's one that you would like to to add. Also check out Instagram this week where we will share like ideas that we all love. And you can maybe get get an idea from there. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't over-manufacture it. Just look at the next season that you'd like to mark. Choose what you want to feel and name some kind of activity or choice 
that can lead you to that feeling. And then do it again next year. Like that's it. Make those grooves. It's really simple and really powerful. And that's your guide to seasonal ceremonies. Now, before we go, as always, let's celebrate the lazy genius of the week. This week is Lisa Newton, who shared this in the Facebook group. We got our first visit of 2022 from the ice cream truck this afternoon. My apologies to those of you who are in freezing weather right now. This message, by the way, was shared in March. For reference, everyone, some of you were indeed freezing in March. Normally, my kids, ages three and six, go nuts at the first sound of the music coming down the street. But today, they happen to be away at grandma's. And I had a moment of clarity without them and realized I need to lazy genius the ice cream truck. So I have set aside an envelope and I'm going to drop any spare chains or dollar bills I get into it. And that will be our ice cream truck fund. If we run out, sorry, no ice cream today. I will let my kids contribute from their piggy banks and chore earnings too. No more freaking out because I don't have any cash. Lisa, this is such a great idea. And I wanted to share this as the lazy genius of the week, not just because having a summer ice cream truck fund is a great idea, but because it's an example of lazy geniusing a problem in the moment. Sometimes we have those little moments where we go, huh, I should really lazy genius this. It's not about analyzing every part of your life all at once. It's simply paying attention and making choices based on what matters. For Lisa, what matters uh, is not big rules or systems around the ice cream truck. She just doesn't wanna be caught without cash. So she's keeping cash and coins and will let that be the guide for how many ice cream truck visits she and her kids get. She's taking the stress and panic out of trying to decide if you're going to go. Plus, like, I need to find money in time. This is just such a great example of paying attention in the moment and making a simple choice that supports what matters. Love it. Congratulations, Lisa, on being the lazy genius of the week. Okay, y'all, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra. I'll see you next week. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.